Caleb Brown was the first to call out my songwriting ability, just so you know whose fault all this is. <laughs> no, actually, uh, he was the first one to call my songwriting ability as a means of ministry, <clears throat> um, and then which was later confirmed in a walk to Emmaus I attended back in April of 2021. Um, <clears throat> and I also see in Caleb the ability to share and proclaim God's word. So, um, And as I was putting this message together, I became aware that I really miss getting to hear him do that very thing. So I've asked him to just share a few opening remarks with us today while I'm getting set up here. So, Caleb. Good morning, man. It's an honor to be up here. Me and Jeb, we've got to know each other over the years, and our relationship, it's grown. And it's been cool to see how God has worked through both of us in each of our lives. And as I was thinking about this, the scripture God gave me, was Hebrews 10, 24, and 25. And it says, Let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. And as I was thinking about this scripture, man, what God was really impressing on my heart, it says not to forsake the gathering of God's people and coming together especially the more we see the day of his return approaching. And, man, that day is close. And the reason this is important, as you're going to hear in Jeb's testimony, like he said, I called out what I saw that God put in him. Man, we can go to our quiet time. We can go to our prayer time. We can spend time with God. But God's word tells us where two or three are gathered in his name, he is there in his midst. And I'm a firm believer that when we're together and we're in his midst and God is there, something special happens. There's something amazing that goes on in that time. And one of those things that I truly believe that comes out in those times is people prophesying over other people. There's a lot of people walking around in the kingdom of God right now that do not even know who they are or who God created them to be because they absolutely refuse to come together with fellow believers where God can move. They refuse to let somebody speak into their life and prophesy over them and say, hey, God has a purpose for you. And I think this is what God says you, he wants you to do. This may be what God has for you simply because they won't come around and gather with fellow believers. And I just felt like God wanted y'all to hear that this morning. And you're going to hear more of that as Jeb talks a little bit about his testimony this morning. And you get to hear some of the gifts that God put in him that he's going to share with y'all. All right. Thank you, Caleb. That's a very good word. <clears throat> Look forward to hearing more in the future. So, <clears throat> you know, men, when I was a younger Christian, I was terrified that if I fully devoted my life to Christ, he'd make me get up, <clears throat> get up in front of people and speak. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Truth is, I'm still a little terrified, but uh, he's made me so excited to tell his story that I just can't refuse getting up here. <clears throat> so, uh, and sometimes following God's calling can be a little uncomfortable, but uh, that's how he stretches and grows us. If you've ever spent any time in a gym or worked to get back in shape, you know that you're not going to realize the gains you want to see unless you push your limits and get a little sore sometimes. 
In the same way, you're not going to find the full extent of your calling and your purpose sitting on your backsides. Maybe your knees, but not your backsides. So today, I'm going to be up here encouraging you to find your talents and callings and also call those out in your accountability partners, your family, and your friends. And I could do this by talking about the difference between talents and callings, but I'm not sure I understand that either. So maybe we can talk Pastor Curtis into helping us out with that one someday. But today I get to do something that I think is really cool, and it's also something that I love. I'm going to share four of my songs with you today, and uh, along the way I will be hitting a few points about following our talents. Now before I hit these points, this isn't in my notes, but I feel like I need to clarify something. A lot of us here have heard about save from and save to. And so uh, save from is your salvation. That's a free gift when you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You, you can't work to win your salvation. That's a gift from Christ. But the save too, we've all been given gifts, callings, and talents. And when we become a child of God, we get called into the family business. And what's the family business? Say, winning souls to the gospel of Jesus Christ and making disciples. And so that's, when you hear me talking about work today, that's what I'm talking about, is the save two portion. And I'm going to do this with the points today. We're going to talk about new beginnings, using what you have, following your God-given dreams, and choosing Jesus daily. So with everything, there is a beginning. In the Bible, it's in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Isaiah 43, 18 through 19 calls us to a new life. It says, forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. And Job 8, 7 says, your beginnings will seem humble, so prosperous your future will be. So as you begin discovering your talent, you have to begin somewhere. And as it says in Job, your beginnings could very likely be humble. For me, I was around 16 or 17 years old when I started writing songs. Now, I don't remember how long it took for them to become decent. But when they did, my dad asked me, can you write a song for church? And so my first church song is called, Have You Heard? Oh, the man. 
Now, we're not all called to be preachers or teachers, prophets, healers, praise team members, or even songwriters. But we all have God-given talents. And we're reminded of this in 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. For time's sake, I'm only going to read through verse 16 and then skip to verse 27. But if you get a chance later, I recommend you read the whole thing. And again, that's 1 Corinthians 12, 12 through 27. Just as a body, though one has many parts, but all its parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit, so as to form one body, whether Jews or Gentiles, slave or free, and we were all given the spirit to drink. Even so, the body is not made up of one part, but many. Now, if the foot should say, because I'm not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I'm not an eye, I am not part of the body, it would not for that reason stop being part of the body. Now, skipping to verse 27. Now, you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. And so we've all been given our own gifts and callings. And so you don't, you don't need to become a preacher or a teacher or gain any preconceived position to begin your work as a child of God. You can use what you have. Romans 8, 28 through 31 says, And we know that in all things God works for good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And those he predestined, he also called. And those he called, he also justified. Those he justified, he also glorified. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? So many times it's just giving whatever talent you have to God and using, and using it. Um, when I really got into songwriting, I really liked writing what I call rockabilly music. And one day I got to thinking, why shouldn't I give something I really love to God? So this next song is my endeavor at using rockabilly, which was something I love and using what I have for God. So this next song is, is called Save Our Souls. Once there was a man by the name of Saul wanted to persecute the Christians, yeah, he wanted to get them all. And then one day a bright light came to show the way. And if you would have been there, you would have heard him say, Save my soul to Lord, save my soul today.
save us when we say save us oh lord save our souls today save our souls lord we want to learn to walk in your way save our souls lord save our souls today save our souls lord we want to learn to walk in your So men, we need to follow our God-given dreams. This summer, Pastor Curtis preached on dreams, and here are some of the points that he made. When we have a God-given dream, it is normally not just for us. When God gives us a dream, we need to pay attention to it, because the dream that God gives us, that's the hope that God gives us. And also, when we have a God-given dream, we need to hold on to it, because of the world, the enemy, and everything else comes to steal, kill, and destroy it. So when it comes to holding on to our dreams, there was a quote I heard a few years ago, and it really got my attention. Now, I no longer remember the exact wording or who said it, but it went something like this. Most dreams die on the couch. Men, we need to protect our God-given dreams. 1 Corinthians 9, 24 through 27 says, Do you know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do not get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Therefore, I do not, do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. No, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I've preached to others, I myself will not be disqualified for the prize. So here's another call to get off our backsides. We should fight for our dreams in such a way as to win the prize. They may not just be hope for us, but hope for someone else as well. They may very well be the light or the good news the lost and the hurting around you desperately need. This next song I'm going to share was never meant to be a so-called church song, but I have sung it in a church before, and every time Pastor Curtis would preach on dreams this summer, I would think about it. So I'm going to share it with you now. And it's called... Uh, pursue your dreams. Listen, people, what I'm telling you. Pursue your dreams. Make them come true. Don't let them fall by the wayside. Or you'll just get Watch them fly by We all have dreams You know that's true Look at yours Decide what to do Take the dream and make it real See how good it makes you feel So listen people What I'm telling you Pursue your dreams Make them come true Stepping stones, don't you worry, you won't be alone. Jesus will always be there with you. Take your dreams, you know what to do. So listen, people. 
telling you pursue your dreams make them come true don't let them fall by the wayside you'll just get to watch them fly by you'll just get to watch them fly by So this last song I'm going to share is very much inspired by Pastor Curtis's saying, the most spiritual thing you will do today are the choices that you make. You know, Jesus took our place on the cross, but he can also take the place of many of our struggles as well. And I'm not just talking about the big ones, like the seven deadly sins of pride, greed, lust, envy, wrath, and sloth, but also some of the smaller struggles like negative thoughts, procrastination, or checking out when you shouldn't. If you catch yourself facing something that you know God is purging out of you, fill it with Jesus. Pray, sing a praise song, quote a Bible verse, or whatever works for you. Many times I'll just break out in, Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him all creatures here below. Praise Him above ye heavenly host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And if you've been blessed enough to be given a prayer language, we'll break out with that. <clears throat> but in all things you do, choose Jesus. And we can follow the example set by Moses as written in Hebrews 11, 24, and 26. By faith, Moses, when he'd grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh, Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the fleeting pleasures of sin. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt. This next song is called, Jesus, I Choose You Again. Jesus, 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 I choose you again. Jesus, 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 you instead of sin. Every morning when I wake, there's new choices I must make When the tempter presents his voice Know there's victory with one choice Jesus, you're the Prince of Peace You're Almighty King Jesus, you're my light You're my everything Jesus, you're my Savior Jesus, you're my friend Jesus, Jesus, Jesus I choose you again I met you, unspeakable shame, kept me in the dark, overwhelming guilt, kept me locked away, Jesus, before I met you, I was a prisoner of my sin, but I found freedom when I was born again. Savior, 
favorite memories here at Harvest was a men's night we had just a few years ago, and uh, we all came in here, and we had worship together, and when we, we got to the song, I Saw the Light by Hank Williams, boy, we raced the roof with that one, and I Saw the Light's one of my favorite songs to play as well, so um, if, if you will, would you please stand and join me, and we'll all sing I Saw the Light, and as we do, be thinking about your talents and how you can get started with your new beginnings, how you can use what you have, your God-given dreams and choosing Jesus daily, and, and how all of this can be used to shine the light of the world into the, the, into the dark world that desperately needs the good news of Christ. Wondered so aimless, I feel the sin I would Savior in Then Jesus came Like a stranger in the night Praise the Lord I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light No more darkness No more night Now I'm so happy No sorrow in 
right, let's pray. Father, we just praise you, and we thank you for who you are, dear Lord. And we, we thank you for the talents that you've given us and that you call us into service with you. Dear Lord, I ask that you give each one of these men a vision of how their talents can be used to reach this dark world, dear Lord. And dear Lord, I thank you for each one of their men, these men. I pray for them and their families and pray protection over them, dear Lord. And I just pray boldness over them as well. And let us all step from this place and be willing to share you with others. Um, just give us a great week, dear Lord, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.